Hey guys, thanks for being a part of the podcast here. If you do want to see the video version of the podcast, head over to YouTube there so you can see me as well as every guest that comes on here and you can see us live and in action. Today, I'm going to share with you three speaking tips that you need to get rid of immediately because too many people tell you these are the things that you should do. What's up, guys? I'm Philip Sessions, your public speaking coach, and I am excited to share with you three things that you should stop doing today if you want to improve on your public speaking skills. And guess what? Number three is going to be the most surprising. I see this one probably the most of all three, and these are actually in order of what people are most guilty of. So number one is constantly adjusting the mic. You're adjusting the mic. Maybe if you're breathing in to the mic, you're just so nervous that you start breathing into that mic. Everybody says to breathe and just breathe, but it doesn't mean breathe right into the mic. It's pretty obvious, but I've definitely heard some people that actually take breaths right into the mic, probably more so on podcasts because that's typically a lot closer to your mouth at that point than being on stage. But still, it's a great thing to remember to not breathe in to the mic. Number two, and that is to not walk back and forth across stage. I'm sitting here right now, so I can't walk back and forth. But if you're watching this, you will see that somebody will move from the left side of the stage to the right side, and then back to the left, and back to the right. And it's really like ping pong. You're watching somebody going back and forth, back and forth, and you get dizzy. You get tired of watching them, and you're just getting tired because you're simply seeing them move back and forth, and now you're getting distracted because you can't believe they are walking so much. And some people even sprint back and forth, it really feels like, and they probably get two miles in by the time they're done with their hour-long speech because they walked so much. But what can you do to help fight this off? What you can do is go to one spot on the stage, look out at the audience, make a point. Then go to another spot. Stop there. Make a point. Yes, you want to move around the stage, but you don't want to move so much that you're like a ping pong ball. You're like a pinball machine where people just see you going back and forth, bouncing back and forth. You want to make sure that you go to one spot and stay there for a little bit. A lot of times whenever people are moving around, it's because they're uncomfortable. They're not comfortable being there in that one spot. Now, don't also stay in the one spot, because if you stay in one spot the whole time, that's also really weird. And you don't want to sit here and look forward and then kind of pivot there and in the, in the, to the left and then pivot back to the right. But you're literally sitting in the same spot. You're not a batter. You don't need to stay in the, the batter's box. You need to get outside of that box that you've put yourself in and use the whole stage. The stage is large for a reason. The stage is above the audience for a reason. So that way you can look down at them. That way you can speak into them. But if you're only in one spot, you're going to be disconnected from the audience. So make sure that you do go speak to them. You go walk over to them. Look at them. Not just the people in the front. Not just the people way in the back. You need to look at different people in the audience. And when you go back to the same familiar spots... Go look at somebody different. Don't continue to look at that same person because when you look at people, when you come over to their area, you are engaging them. You are making them interested in your topic. So make sure that you don't walk back and forth the whole time. You go to one spot and you say a little bit and you go to the next spot and say a little bit. It's not one point, leave, 
go to the next spot, another point, leave, go to the next spot. You want to make sure that you're saying several sentences before you move on. Because that's also weird, and it looks really practiced and rehearsed if you literally go stage center, two sentences, stage right, two sentences, stage middle right, two sentences, all the way over to stage left, two sentences, stage middle, two sentences, stage middle left, two sentences. If you keep doing that, people are going to be like, okay, Philip's got some kind of plan here of how he's going to talk about this. You just want to make sure it looks natural. You're going to different parts of the audience, and you're trying to engage them. But then what's number three? Because number two, I'm sure you've seen it a lot. I've definitely seen it a lot from a lot of speakers, especially newer speakers that do this. But number three is the one that pretty much every new speaker, myself included, I'm guilty of this, that I've done this before, that I will admit that I'm nervous to the audience. Now, you may be thinking for a second, well, Philip, what's wrong with that? I mean, especially if I'm a new speaker, what's wrong with me admitting that I'm nervous? Well, if you're nervous, that means you're focused on you, for one. But number two, what the audience thinks is that maybe you're not prepared. Maybe you're not ready to speak with them about your topic. Do you think that gives you credibility as a speaker? Do you think that's something that you truly want your audience to think about? No, you want your audience to know you are there. You are confident because when you're confident in yourself, the audience can take action on the things that you say. They can trust what you tell them. But if you're nervous, if you look like you're, you don't really know what you're talking about, you're timid, they're not going to be sure if they can trust you or not because they don't know you. They could think you are the best thing since sliced bread. But if you go in there and you tell them you're nervous, you lost a lot of credibility there. Now, the people that know you, they will still give you the credibility. They'll understand because they get it. And most people do get it. There will be people that give you that benefit of the doubt. But if you are not in an environment where you know everybody, you need to make sure you don't say that you're nervous. Just go up there and start speaking. You're there for a reason. You are there for a reason. I'm on this podcast for a reason to help you out. And you are on that stage for a reason. And that's to help somebody else out. That's to give them that information that they need. Stop squandering that gift that you have. Stop squandering that opportunity that you have by simply saying you're nervous. Because guess what? Come in close because I want you to really hear this. And I mean this genuinely. That is a cop out for you. That is simply you trying to say, I'm nervous. So if I mess up, that's that's the reason why. It's because I'm nervous. It's not because I don't know what I'm talking about. It's not because I'm not prepared. Oh, it's just because I'm nervous. I'm just nervous. You know, that, that, that's why. That's why. That's why I messed up. No, you messed up because you weren't prepared. You messed up because you decided that you were just going to wing it. So stop using nervousness as an excuse. You have no excuse. You are there for a reason. You should know your topic. You should know how to speak to an audience. And if you don't, let's have a conversation there. But don't be nervous and don't say that you're nervous because you are there for a reason. So just to repeat these three things, one, don't breathe into the mic. Two, 
Make sure that you don't sprint back and forth across the stage because that's the worst thing you can do. Yes, you need to use the stage, but don't go back and forth like a pinball machine. And then number three, don't tell the audience that you're nervous. You will lose instant credibility for what it is that you do. Now, if these tips were helpful for you, make sure that you share them with a friend. Make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast or YouTube channel, wherever you are watching, listening, or viewing this at. And make sure that you share everywhere. Make sure that you let us know what you thought. Leave a comment below. Leave a review of the podcast. Would love to hear more things and ask any questions so I can continue to grow this podcast, so I can continue to answer the questions and address the things that you need to learn about. But go out there and fire up the mic. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Speaking Sessions podcast. If you got anything out of this episode, make sure to leave us a review and share it with a friend. If there's anything you would like to hear on the podcast, please let me know. Shoot me a DM with your question or topic you want me to cover, and I'll make sure to cover it on a future episode. But with that, have a healthy and blessed day.